0: hey guys um it um this sucks first of all i want to say that right um i knew i was gonna be taking a break once we wrap production on uh the film i'm executive producing at the moment and uh we will be wrapping principal photography this weekend so uh that would be saturday the 20th of august uh, so I'm very happy and thankful for that. Thankful for the weekend that we had um, this previous weekend with the cast and crew on set. Uh, very beautiful winery in Augusta, Missouri. We all got to get away, spend some time with each other, work on the film, but also got to have some fun. And that was very, very important to me. And to James, number one, for being quite possibly the greatest you know friend I could ask for. And that's not uh, an indictment on any of my other friends, but, um, you know, I would give this guy the shirt off my back. You know, if he needed a kidney or, or anything like that, I'd give it to him in a second, you know, without question. Um, to Garza, I mean, I've seen you really step up um, from the last film. And um, I was so enthralled while we were producing uh, Fontaine, and I just thought, oh, nobody can, we can't do anything better, but, uh, just seeing what we've created this time, um, in my opinion, and this is no shade to the first film, but this is a to better, and I think that has a lot to do with you, so, to Garza, um, man, awesome, you came through, very happy for you right now, um, to Mariana, doing absolute, absolutely great things, uh, I got, we got a chance to talk to your mom, and she shared some of the things you have coming up, so I'm very, very happy for you. For John Medford, you blew me away when you came in to our casting call for Fontaine, and it's been a pleasure to work with you ever since. Joel, Brian, I love you guys. My brothers, James, I love you. Mikey, great. Andrew, my brother, love you guys. Um, so, number one, um, to all those people, Hennessy, we are very, very proud of you. Um I know you're gonna kill it down there at Texas Christian University. We're very, very happy for you. And Laura and some of the other people we've met, Dominic and and Josh and Harry, just all you guys, phenomenal in your own route. So, uh, in your own way, I'm sorry. Um, I want to give thanks to my 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 film family, right? Hannah and Jamie as well, and and anybody else I failed to, uh, to mention. I'm sorry if I forgot you guys all rock and it has been a incredible last couple of months working on this film with you and i can't wait till everybody gets to see it next summer having said that with the film uh the podcast uh some other projects family work being a dad it can take a toll on you and i had planned a break after gamescom for a week um that is now turned into an indefinite break i would like to tell you it would only be a week although it may be at minimum right now i'm seeing it being 2 weeks um i know there's some stuff coming up that i absolutely want to cover um so i don't plan on being gone being gone long but it could be longer than 2 weeks so for each episode you know if you're listening on the free feeds this will precede the episodes this week. This will go to Patreon as its own separate um I guess post. Um Insole Unfiltered is the new sneaker uh edition of the podcast, and I think it's doing great and I'm loving doing the blog. So I am gonna still do the blog. I, I hope that I can still, you know, record that. I-, I wanna record everything. It's just that my body is telling me um that I have, to, I have to take a break, you know? And again, like I said, I was going to take a break, but my body's telling me now you have to. Um, things are hurting <laughs> that, that just are hurting for no reason. At 40, it's a lot different. You know, the bounce back is a lot different at my age now. So um, I'm gonna continue to try to keep this truck moving along. I had some great things planned coming up. Um, I want to be back in time for the kickoff of college football season, the wind-out of Major League Baseball. We're almost there. Um, The NFL is starting. We're going to be getting the NBA and the NHL back soon as well. So there's a lot I'm thankful for. But I also want to take the time to enjoy life and enjoy my my friends and my family. And um, to actually sit down and be able to play video games and not do it as you know for it to feel like a job almost and i enjoy video games and i love it so i don't want it to feel that way and i don't want podcasting to feel that way either um so after these upcoming episodes this week and after gamescom there will be an indefinite leave of absence if anything changes you guys will know when you get your regular podcast episode if you see the episode post that means hey he was feeling better and he decided to turn the mic back on um When I had COVID, it was like just getting through an episode. I'm sure if you guys, anybody who's been following the podcast long enough remembers what it was like those episodes after my quarantine. Like I couldn't get through certain talking points without coughing for five minutes straight. Um, And I don't have COVID. That's not it. Um, Physically, just things hurt and they shouldn't hurt. Um, And clearly I'm not resting enough. So my body is not recuperating. I'm not giving myself that time, and I have to give myself that time because I'm missing out on things, and uh, they're very important things, and um, sometimes it's like, no, I can't miss this, so fuck it, I'll sacrifice sleep and rest, and that's not a good thing, right? Like I was in wine country filming, and sure, I can pull out my camera and take a picture and be like, this is one of the most beautiful, beautiful settings I've ever been in. But i don't really get to enjoy it just for a short time and it's back to planning okay and then it's you know what are we going to do next how are we going to tackle this and this that and the third so um i didn't want to do you guys a disservice of just going away and be like what the hell happened to this guy that you do as the community you guys deserve an explanation so yeah right now it was planned to be just a a week after um after gamescom wrapped i was gonna take a week and now it's at, at bare minimum two weeks Now, I may feel better, and I'll be like, okay, let's get back to work, um, because I don't like anybody outworking me, but it could be indefinite as of right now, so I just want to tell you guys that, and, um, you know, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to patreon.com slash Derek Lamont experience, or you could be listening to this on the Retro Boys Podcast Network. Of course, I am Derek Lamont Jackson, um, I'm sure you guys heard the announcement. Obviously, before the episode started, I will be taking a self-imposed break for health reasons. A couple days ago, I was feeling really, really bad. And even though my health has improved, I'm still going to take this break. Um, As of now, it is indefinite. I know for sure it's going to be at least two weeks after Gamescom wraps. Um, It could be longer. It just depends on how I feel and what my family says. I have to start listening to my family and my friends and take better care of myself. Um, So, yeah, I am going to be taking a break. If anything colossal happens in wrestling news, I will do at least a short pod about it, and I'll be back to talk about it. But let's just go ahead and jump into the news since we're here. Um, Crazy, 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 crazy. Uh, I guess I'll start with what I perceive to be the biggest news. Um, Our good friend Maxwell Jacob Friedman, a.k.a. MJF, has not appeared on AEW television since June 1st edition of dynamite when he brought up his contractual situation with the company in the latest wrestling observer newsletter dave melzer of f4w online noted that mjf is scheduled to make his aew return somewhat soon it is believed that the time of his promo in los angeles the plan was for mjf to continue his rivalry with cm punk melzer wrote following the regarding time uh regarding time frame of mjf's return mjf's return sorry quote we don't know the exact time but the negotiations for a new tv deal will likely be taking place starting in just a few months and into the spring, so the TV ratings numbers, probably September to whenever the deal is closed, are the most important to date, so this recent drop is the worst time to have it drop. The landscape change of WWE becoming the cool promotion came at a bad time, and AEW basically needs all hands on deck. Um, Britt Baker DMD uploaded a photo with MJF to her Instagram story, teasing fans, so a lot of people seem to think that him being around AEW talent means that he is coming back, um, if they're in a position where they have to renegotiate their television deal, you definitely want your top-tier talent there. And um, I would hope that Max is coming back. The show doesn't feel exactly the same without him, but great thing is, on Wednesday night, we were teased about it and teased about it, and it turned out that it was Kenny that the Bucks were talking to. Kenny Omega returned to AEW television. I've uh, been a long nine months without Kenny. Uh, there's literally... literally the Twitter account that I follow where they're just like X amount of days without Kenny Omega and they update it every day. So, uh, you know, it, it, it was a pleasure to watch Kenny get back with the Bucks and get to work. I loved every bit of it. AEW is not going anywhere. Let's be very clear about that. They've got the talent, they've got charisma. Um, I think their booking is pretty solid. I love everything that they've been doing. They're not going anywhere. Whether you stick Eddie Kingston out there or the Jericho Appreciation Society, Or the Bucks and now Kenny or FTR or um, Swerve and Keith Lee or Jade Cargill or Darby Allen or Andrade. Or it doesn't matter who they run out there. They've got a wealth of fucking talent. Like sometimes I forget that Miro is even signed and that big show Paul White is even signed. And uh, they, they just have a wealth of fucking talent. So props to them. If they bring MJF back. We're heading into the fall. These are the times where people are really going to be in front of their television sets. It gets colder outside. People are not going to be outside. This is what you want. Going into these last months of the year, um, competing against college football the NFL, the NBA and the NHL coming back, Major League Baseball running into their postseason. It's, you're competing for ratings at this point. So um, having all hands on deck, like Melzer said, probably the absolute best thing for them. Now... In other news, speaking of AEW, there's reportedly a ton of backstage drama involving top stars ongoing in AEW. So, this past Wednesday's edition of AEW Dynamite opened with, the current, with current AEW World Champion CM Punk addressing the state of the promotion during his absence, with the key focus being on AEW Interim World Champion Jon Moxley. Although in a moment that now appears to be un, have been unplanned, Punk called out former AEW World Champion Hangman Adam Page for a rematch. The slightly awkward call-out led to a number of reports emerging uh, regarding backstage heat between Punk and Page. With one report noting that Punk refused to lose to Page when the pair met for the AEW World Championship earlier this year, and another stating that they wouldn't been wouldn't have been surprised had Punk not shown up for work this Wednesday. Now, I anybody that knows me and knows about how I feel about wrestling knows that I love Philip Jack Brooks. I love Punk, right? Um, some people are going to view this as very hypocritical to him because he talked about in WWE, guys would not put him over. They would never let him main event WrestleMania. And they're like, oh, well, you are the main event. You're wrestling taker. And he's like, no, you know what the fuck I mean. The last match Punk being WWF champion for as long as he was and not maining WrestleMania is absolutely insane to this day. I still think that's an absolute disservice to him to the promotion and to the fans. My question is How would things have gone had Hunter been in control before now? Big question. Um, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter has now provided an interesting update on the situation, revealing that Colt Cabana's current status with AEW slash Ring of Honor played a factor in drama backstage. Additionally, Meltzer notes that uh, that should the situation not be resolved soon, multiple AEW talents are likely to reach their breaking point. Quote, right now there is a ton of backstage drama involving many of the top guys, that has gotten much worse in recent weeks. There's a part of me where I just think Tony Khan needs to sit everyone down and air everything out before it gets worse. The big thing that started all this is that Colt Cabana is not in the dark order with no angle and stopped being brought to television. He was going to be cut, but Khan signed him for Ring of Honor. This is really the catalyst of everything, although different people have different so- uh, different stories as to why it happened including Paige and Punk. But even if that didn't happen, it was probably going to happen for something else just given the nature of the different personalities involved. It feels like a number of people are close to their breaking point if things don't get settled. This is very interesting. Uh, Punk was originally scheduled to face AEW interim world champion John Moxley at the upcoming All-Out pay-per-view in Chicago to crown an undisputed AEW world champion, although their show, uh, showdown has now officially been moved to next week's Dynamite. Whether rescheduling came as a result of this backstage turmoil remains to be unseen, but it's certainly a situation worth keeping your eyes on as we get closer to All Out. And this is from WrestlePurist.com. Now, somebody else had something to say about this. So Sean Ross SeanRossSappofFightful.com tweeted, One source familiar with the situation said they believed there was a chance CM Punk wasn't going to show up to last night's episode of AEW Dynamite. Uh, More on the situation, Moxley, Hangman, Punk, and more on FightfulSelect.com. That is a subscription service, so you do need to be subscribed to read their take on the story. The interesting part about this was it was, quote, retweeted by Jonathan Coachman, formerly of WWE. Uh, He may still be there. I don't know. Anyway, quote retweeted and said, wait, I haven't watched in a long time. CM Punk walk out on a brand, gasp, exclamation exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Shocking period, LOL period. So, coach taking a jab at Punk. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I think this is really low on coach's part. Like, um, even if that's the way you feel, just don't do that. It just don't fucking do that. Um, for obviously, we all know that there were multiple reasons that things didn't work out with uh, Punk in WWE. But I just think this is really low brow of coach, and it just wasn't needed in my opinion. I, I don't think that you need to be taking shots, number one, at the competition. It's not like you're still carrying the WWE flag or anything like that. Just go on about your fucking business. Like, there's a ton of wrestlers I don't really care for and and some of the things that they pull backstage and stuff like that. But I don't go about tweeting about that shit every day. Um, I'll tell you guys my opinion. Like, when Undertaker made the comment about guys and and girls backstage playing video games, okay, but when, when people coming up in your era, people backstage popping pills and stuff like that and drinking and carrying on, and sexual harassment was taking place backstage, and now people aren't tough enough because they're not being toxic backstage, is the way that that came off, so, um, yeah, I don't know, I I feel like Coach could have kept that tweet in the drafts there, I don't think that that was needed, and I've made it very clear how I felt about, uh, Taker's, you know, comments and things like that, so, I just don't know why it was needed, actually, it wasn't needed, let's be very fucking clear about that, and- It's just in bad taste, in my opinion. He definitely should have left that one in the drafts. But, you know, I don't know. Um, Whatever's going on backstage, how it affects Punk and Cole Cabana and their relationship, obviously, that's obviously going to be a very contentious point. Um... Apparently, people on Facebook were arguing arguing so bad about Punk versus Moxley that, like, they were like, well, your wife is... Like, it spilled over pretty fucking bad, which is just really strange because, guys, it's entertainment at the end of the day. You know, whether you believe in K. Faber or you don't, it is entertainment at the end of the day. So, I I just don't think all that is necessary. It's really fucking weird in my... Excuse me, in my opinion. But then again, who the fuck am I, right? I'm just a guy that, you know... um, that does this little this show here so i don't know um but you know i'd I like to see what happens from here i wonder how how tony khan is going to um weather the storm that he's got brewing in his backstage area so obviously stay tuned here for that information i know that i'm taking a break and i've said that before if anything big happens i will comment on it even if it's just a blog post on my Patreon. And I will make it public so everybody can see you won't have to be subscribed to see stuff like that. In other news, five-time champion reportedly open to returning. Now the Triple H is in charge. Um, Triple H may have, had, may have another major name to add to the recent list of returns in WWE. The game has brought back several performers that either never got their fair shake on WWE's main roster or left before they got the opportunity. Now it seems that... Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano, Gargano may be next. Gargano was one of the most vital components in the black and gold era of NXT. He and Tommaso Ciampa were featured in what was arguably the brand's greatest feud. A triple crown NXT champion the first and only superstar, superstar to hold the NXT North American Championship three times. Gargano was one of the most decorated wrestlers in NXT history. Uh, Bodyslam.net's Cassidy Haynes reports that his sources have revealed some interesting information regarding Johnny Wrestling. In the latest updates, sources have told Haynes that with Triple H in charge as the head of creative, Gargano is open to a return. Uh, Dakota Kai, Karen Cross, Dexter Loomis, and Hit Row have now all returned to WWE within the past few weeks. Triple H has been very aggressive in bringing back talent. As mentioned above, Gargano won't be the only former superstar that the Cerebral Assassin has brought back in recent weeks. Um, what he's done so far is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I don't want him to fucking stop. I know a lot of us really, really want to see Bray come back, and I would absolutely fucking love that. I don't know where we're headed there, but it's been, um, it's, <laughs> I mean, Bray's tweets, you know, it, it just kind of it's like maybe he's returning, and, and 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 then the the of retweeting everything um that's very interesting as well um i don't know i just i it would be really fucking awesome um if we did get him back that's all i'm saying there's a lot of stuff coming up like right now as i'm recording seamus versus gunter at clash of the castle for the IC title so for the first time since wrestlemania the intercontinental title is going to be re- uh Defend it on a pay-per-view. So that's fucking awesome. A lot has been going down since Hunter took over. And I tell you what, this may be, we might be moving into the best era of WWE probably since the Attitude Era. Easily since the Attitude Era, I would say and probably since the 80s and also Shawn Michaels got a promotion as well today give me just one second I want to report on that um there's so much going on so much going on but to have Johnny Gargano come back that would be fucking amazing and I don't think that they're gonna retool um NXT to black and gold but I gotta say that would be absolutely awesome I don't see it happening I don't know what the point is at this point um but i mean that would be pretty fucking cool obviously the black and gold era is you know the era that's going to go down as the greatest era in, in uh nxt history unless something crazy absolutely happens going forward and honestly with hunter in charge um i mean what we can what can we expect Every, every time I, I sit down in front of this fucking microphone to talk about it, I'm like, what's next? What is going to happen next? And we just don't know, but the future is very fucking bright, I will say that. And I'm looking forward to see NXT. And again, it doesn't have to be black and gold, but I'm looking forward to see NXT get back to the level of, uh, of, of charisma and the talent knowing that once they go up, they're not going to get shelved or or put on the back burner or anything like that because we all know that was kind of happening but speaking of nxt um the nxt brand is set to grow even more come 2023 with the creation of nxt europe according to the company on thursday nxt europe will, will reimagine the brand and talent pipeline with a renewed focus on europe nxt uk the company's initial foray into europe which launched in december of 2016 will go on hiatus for a few months WWE will run the premium live event uh Worlds Collide featuring the current crop of NXT and NXT UK superstars. Tyler Bate, the NXT UK champion, confronted NXT champion Brahm Baker at NXT Heatwave earlier this week, while Gallus came out and ambushed Diamond Mine. So um, obviously, with this recruiting that they're doing and what they're doing overseas, uh, Hunter is really, really going for it. He is really, really going for it. And we have to take our hats off to this guy because this is what a lot of people have wanted for a long time. Um, my boss at, at one of my old jobs, he was a diehard Raider fan. And this is, I think, 2009. And I asked him one day, I was like, let me ask you something. As a Raider fan, are you guys all kind of just waiting for Al Davis to die for the team to be better? And he's like, 100% Absolutely. And a lot of people, we were waiting for Vince to step aside or, you know, unfortunately pass away, which he didn't, but um, to step aside for things to change in WWE. And it's only been a very short time, and we're starting to see a lot of change. Now, one of the bad things that happened on the way out was the whole Sasha Banks and Naomi situation. They were asked at the She-Hulk premiere... A couple of nights ago about returning to wwe and they gave no comments sasha just kind of rolled her eyes and naomi laughed um which you know there were you know reports that hunter was definitely reaching out and they were going to come to some sort of agreement we still aren't there yet okay now charlotte flair uh was recently on steve austin's broken skull sessions and she was asked about sasha banks and naomi walking out of wwe so here's charlotte's response and i'm gonna say right off the bat i absolutely love this she handled this the right way quote one i haven't been there because i left after backlash and i know what it's like to jump on social media and read these headlines that are so far from the truth so i don't know what happened but what i can say is i can't imagine never wrestling sasha again That would be hard for me to compartmentalize because we started together. She is my Ricky Steamboat. My dad always tells her that. And then with Trin, aka Naomi, we just had a hell of a match on SmackDown. And I'm like, there's unfinished business there because of circumstances, storylines, whatever. We just, you two wrestle. For me, I can't imagine not working with them. But in terms of what they're going through, it's not my place to speak on behalf of the company or them because I'm not there right now now sasha um i'm sorry um charlotte took the high road charlotte absolutely took the high road um she wasn't there she doesn't know what happens so she is not going to speak on that and she's 100 percent right and i love her for that a lot of people talk a lot of shit about sasha i'm sorry charlotte and charlotte gets a lot of heat but she's 100 percent right in this stance if you don't know what happened you can't report on it don't ask me for a comment. I wasn't there. I don't have an opinion. I'm only giving you guys my opinion on things right now because I do this wrestling podcast. But again, it's not my place to comment on it as to uh, other than to say you cannot call these ladies unprofessional and have Michael Cole go on live television saying that they let a lot of people down and then we find out that the CEO and major controlling interest holder has been... Using possibly using company funds to pay off women for illicit affairs, so who's unprofessional now? So I don't know. That's my stance on it. But uh, I love the way that uh, that Charlotte took the high road, and you know that was really big of her. Um, God can only hope that we get Sasha and Naomi back. Um, if they were to go to another promotion, then so be it. I would watch them in AEW. I would watch them in Ring of Honor. I would watch them no matter what they did, but. They have options. They're getting booked. Um, Sasha, obviously, being at the premiere for She-Hope would indicate she still has a really good relationship with Disney. So she could have more acting situations in her future with the Walt Disney Company and Disney Plus shows and things like that. So it's not like they're in a bad position. Um, there would always, for in my opinion, have to be some relationship with trinity there because her husband is still very much employed by the company so she's going to see people and they live in florida where most of the wwe talent does live she's still seeing people around town so um i don't know what's going to happen again not my place to speculate i can only tell you how i feel and i can report on what charlotte flair has to say about the situation and again i love the way that she took it um in other news I wanted to speak about this Ridge Holland opens up about injuring Big E during WWE Smackdown in an interview with the Metro Ridge Holland talked about Big E suffering a broken neck during their match on March 11th 2022 edition of WWE Smackdown quote it was a a massive knock to my confidence the main thing is that E's functional he's okay he's gonna live a full life from a personal standpoint I'd like to get in the ring more and show people what I can do because there is a stigma there with the Big E thing So I want to show people what I can do and how good I can be and wash that stain off my back. It's just been a slow process. Getting back into it and learning how to trust myself and obviously building that trust up with the boys as well. The trust of your peers is what we aim for. Um, Quote, he's absolutely fine. I'm in contact with him. Not as much as I was because I think I was annoying him slightly for me. Personally, the main thing is that Big E is going to be okay. That's the number one. Regardless of how I feel, regardless of what's going what's come what comes to be, the main thing is that he's posi- he's his positive self, he's cracking on and hopefully we'll see him back in the not too distant future. Um there's things that are in bigger in life than wrestling. I don't want to see E back in the ring. As much as I love Big E, I don't want to see him back in the ring. I wish they would find something for else for him to do. I know Edge went away for a long time, Daniel Bryan went away for a time. Paige has had to retire, and now she's had to move on from WWE and a lot of other wrestlers and things like that. Shawn Michaels, my all-time guy, had to go away for some time. Um, I know medicine has been advanced since Shawn Michaels' injury and Edge's injury and Daniel Bryan's injury and so on and so forth, or Brian Danielson. Um, the E thing was really, really scary. Now, he does seem to be in really great spirits. I follow him on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. He's showing pictures from his time playing for the Iowa Hawkeyes. He's showing pictures of himself when he was in junior high and stuff like that. He seems to be in really, really great spirits. If they can find a way to get him, Woods, and Kofi back together as the new day and maybe have E as the manager, I'm all for that. I don't know what the plan is, but I don't want him to get hurt again. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but seeing that in real time was really, really tough, and I just don't know if I could watch it again. But either way, I'm praying for you, E. Um, huge fan. I want nothing but the best for him, and I want him to heal and be healthy. So that's where I'm going to you know, that's how I feel about that situation. So, Lastly, this is very, very interesting. This comes from WrestleLamia.co.uk. Uh, um, John Cena's career could have been vastly different. This is very, very interesting. Imagine a world where John Cena was an original member of Evolution. Well, it almost happened. According to former WWE writer Brian Ger- uh, Gerwitz, Cena was actually considered to join the iconic stable. Whilst appearing on the Kurt Angle show, Gertz revealed, quote, the big what if, and when I say this, I want to point out this, this was discussed for maybe under two minutes in a single writer's meeting with Vince. A single meeting in which there were hundreds, if not thousands of meetings. This was during the Mark Jindrak, who was going to be the fourth member of Evolution period of time. I do remember, I don't know if it was me that said it, but somebody said, what about that John Cena guy joining Evolution? What if we did that? Again, it was tossed about for a couple of minutes. I think it was John at that time had not really found himself yet. I think this was pre-rapping uh, John. Great match with Kurt, but then what, John? It was just ruthless aggression. But it was like, I don't think so. He just doesn't fit. That was kind of the feedback then. Um, if I look at Evolution, you to make it work, Cena has to p- replace Batista, right? Because Randy Orton's supposed to be the future, the business like Hunter said, the business is in his blood. Ric Flair represents the prestige. Hunter was the top man in the game at that point, and Batista was supposed to be the animal, and you know, it, the evolution. It only makes sense if Cena replaces Batista. Now that I think about it, because Randy came from a wrestling lineage. Ric Flair is fucking Ric Flair, and by that time, I said, like I said, Hunter was the fucking man. Batista probably had the most to prove and gain from the situation because Randy Orton, the last name Orton alone, you know, his, his grandfather and his dad, Cowboy Bob Orton, and all that. If you put Cena there and look at it from this point of view 20 years later, not to shade Batista because I love Dave, but look at what Cena has done and his career in wwe and look at what dave has gone and done and again that's not any shade to david batista batista's uh, a fucking monster you know um but when the chips fall and we come out on the other side where we are now if you go back and put john cena in evolution and he comes away with 16 world championship reigns you know he did it without being a part being a part of the stable but it just seems like he was a guy if you if if nobody if you never watched wrestling and somebody told you this guy is a 16-time world champion you would think that he at least had been in some prestigious stable or iconic group or something like that. He held it down on his own mostly primarily for his career. So you have to give him that. But the only way that this would have worked is if Cena replaced Batista in Evolution. Flair needed to be there, Hunter needed to be there, Randy Orton needed to be there. Dave Batista would have been the odd man out. Or in this case, John Cena would would have been the odd man out. But it would have had to been Batista that he replaced because it doesn't make sense to replace any of the other three, you know, for log- logistic reasons. But I don't know, that's an interesting what if, um, I, I thought. Um and again it's like what his career have been. But, you know, it didn't happen. We got, you know, Thuganomics, John Cena, and um you know, that was cool, and then we got Hustle, Loyalty, Respect, John Cena, Big Match John, Um, and I, admittedly, was not a huge John Cena fan, my nephew, big John Cena fan, and my brother said to me, it's like, well, you have to remember, when we were kids, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior were, like, the top guys, and if you go back and watch their matches, they were not really good. John Cena can actually wrestle his ass off, so there came a point where I was like, you know what, I actually really appreciate this guy, and then I turned on Total Divas, and he was on there, I was like, you know what, I fucking like John Cena and now that he's gone one day I look up I was like do I miss John Cena am I upset because there's not a John Cena match on a pay-per-view or coming up on the card or anything like that so when he showed up on Raw for his 20-year celebration I'm like yeah yeah we're getting John Cena and it was just that little tease just that little tease I do expect him in theory to have a build to a match at Wrestlemania next year I'm still holding out hope for that so hopefully we'll see that anyway that's my time for today um try to keep it you know kind of short but not too long but again um tell your friends if they want to hear these episodes on Sunday afternoons when they post they need to subscribe to patreon.com slash Derek Lamont experience otherwise they have to wait till Wednesday when they come out on the free feeds um as always it is a pleasure to be with you guys um again it is going to be a minimum two-week break for me after gamescom I'm going to take some time to heal and spend some time with my family And enjoy life. Um, I'm going to end this like I end every other podcast. Believe in yourself first and foremost, because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will believe in you. As always, my name is Derek Lamont Jackson. That is my time. Peace out. I am CM Punk.